0: Marriage is hard. It's something we go into so excited, but often end up leaving on the back burner.
1: We believe in a 1 Corinthians 13 type of love, one that takes intentionality and purpose. A good marriage is not something that happens by accident.
0: So it's our hope that you leave feeling inspired to have some new topics of conversations with your spouse through listening to our talks here. I'm Kristen.
1: And I'm Jaren.
0: And this is Marriage on Purpose. We want to hear from you. If you have questions, send them in to marriageonpurposepodcast at gmail.com, and they will be featured on the beginning of our episodes. All questions will be anonymous. We look forward to hearing from you.
1: Hi. (laughs) How's everybody doing? (laughs) Hi. How are you, Kristen?
0: I'm doing so good. How are are you? you? How are you doing? Yeah, it's the end of our Becoming a Family Unit series.
1: The end of an era.
0: The end. Yeah, so we hope that you guys have enjoyed this series. It's really been a fun one to record. I've enjoyed what we've talked about. Hope you guys have enjoyed it. Our final episode is going to be about priorities and how to unite around them. But first, we do have a listener question to get into.
1: That we do. This is a good one. Love it. It's not a good one. This one's hard.
0: We say that every time. I know. This question. Nobody wants to send them in because we're complaining about the questions.
1: (laughs) These questions are awful. (laughs) We hate our listeners.
0: (laughs) That is not true. It's actually a good question.
1: Yeah. How do you agree on finances slash spending?
0: When we say it's a bad question, it's because we have bad answers to it. Because we don't have an answer. (laughs) It's a great question.
1: We're not good at it. That's why. Yep. How do we, Kristen? Go ahead. Just... Three-word answer. What is the answer to that question? This is
0: a really, really hard question to answer. I feel like we could probably do a whole episode on finances and spending.
1: (sighs) I don't want to do that. I know
0: you don't want (laughs) to talk about that, but I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of different avenues that you could go because everyone's finances look different. So, like, to tell you how we unite over our finances... Might not even be relatable, you know.
1: And it doesn't really even have anything to do with finances. It's just how you unite, right? You know, over anything, over what you're gonna, what movie you're gonna watch, or what dinners you're gonna have. Yeah. You just how you how you resolve those issues. Yeah. So, how do you agree on finances and spending? You kind of have to unite on your priorities behind it.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because we are talking about uniting on priorities today and this can really fall right in line with what we're talking about today. It is such a broad topic, uniting on priorities, but you can what, what we're gonna talk about, you can really apply it to any area, whether it be finances or other things that you're disagreeing on or you're not united on.
1: So maybe this question will answer itself by the end of the podcast. Yeah. We I, don't probably need to go into it right now because the steps we line out in this episode kind of will
0: it's kind of just about uniting on priorities you yeah need to, you need to kind of see finances the same way rather than viewing them opposite different ways yeah let's get into our episode today let's get into what we're talking about and hopefully it can even give you a better idea into this listener question so we have been talking about how to become a family unit and we haven't really talked about unity much. We started with leaving and cleave. Um, then we went into boundaries with in-laws. So I kind of want to hone in on like, what even is unity? What do you think of when you think of unity?
1: When I think about unity, I definitely think of, I mean, just the definition of it, two separate people or two separate entities coming together on one front. To achieve a common goal or something like that. I just made that definition up.
0: (laughs) That's the definition. Check me on Google. You like said it like, I think of the definition.
1: (laughs) Here it is. My definition. We
0: didn't even look up the definition.
1: Nope. I think that's what it is. Becoming a team, becoming a collective effort, you know, doing things together rather than doing them separately. Kind of a basic, you know, basic definition. That's what I think about. What do you think about? Yeah,
0: I think of like a team. You think of like a team who's really like united. They work together, like you said, for a common goal. I think of like harmony and agreement. I imagine, when I think of unity, this is what I think of a pie graph. And if you cut a pie in half, there are two parts to the pie, right? But when you put it together, it is whole. It's whole when it's together. It's like a circle. But when it's separate, like the two pieces are fine on their own, right? Like you're, you're good on your own, but you put it together and it still works together. It works together towards the same goal. You become this whole piece of pie. That's great. You can be separate, but it's better when you're together.
1: <laughs> That's great. That's how you think about it. Not That's saying good. this in
0: the context of singleness, like if you're single, you are one half of a pie. No, it doesn't apply to singleness at all. It I really mean, just yeah, in the context you're just, of marriage.
1: You're just an incomplete person out there no. waiting for your second half of the pie to come along to
0: Just in the context of marriage do I think about this pie graph.
1: Yeah. When you're single, you are the whole graph. You're there is no graph. Yeah. It's just yep, one pie. It's just you. you got the whole pie to yourself.
0: But when you're married,
1: Lord you're knows,
0: you're a nice slice down the center <laughs> yeah, of your you're pie. Gonna share some pie. <laughs> yeah, but I think as as unity relates to marriage, I think it is just about a husband and wife valuing each other as equal partners. You are separate people, but you are engaging in the same goal.
1: So the opposite of unity is division. Obviously, in a marriage. You don't want that. You don't want to be divided at all. So when do you see division becoming an issue in marriage?
0: Well, I think we can easily become divided when we disagree on those goals. Like we're united when we're working towards the same goal. We're divided when we disagree on what the goal should be. We might want to work together, we want harmony, but we disagree either on how to get there or maybe we disagree on the end result completely. We disagree on priorities. So what are some like specific things? Let's lay out some specific things that can cause division in marriage. Let's okay. give some examples.
1: Pizza toppings. Pizza toppings. That can cause division. Who's driving. Hopefully on a
0: small scale, but yes. Who's driving the car, <laughs> how yes. they're driving
1: the car. More important things like money finances. or yeah, no, <laughs> finances, um, your kids. Obviously, mm-hmm. talk about kids a lot. There's sex that can be a divisive area. Um, dealing with your families, like we talked about before on the last mm-hmm. episode, a lot. There's an- time
0: on hobbies, how much time is spent doing hobbies, time with friends, household chores, what the chores should look like, how clean the house should be, work. I mean there's pretty so much many, anything. Pretty much anything you can become divided on. That's why I said
1: pizza toppings in the beginning because <laughs> we can decide we don't like the same color of couch and that's a divisive thing and it can go really bad. Yeah. But
0: pretty much anything can cause division. All of these differences that we talked about can stem from a disagreement in priorities. If you think about some of the things we listed, like money for instance, if you're disagreeing on money, Maybe someone is more of a saver, and that is a big priority to them when it comes to money. They want to save for whatever reason, saving is just a priority. They're very frugal. And the other person, maybe they prioritize their house being nice, and maybe they want nice things, and that feels like a priority to them. They really want to be in a nice home, they think it creates a peaceful environment. And now, naturally, all of a sudden, you see a difference in priorities in money. One person's a saver and wants to save the money, and one person thinks it is a good use of money. They see spending money on the home as a priority to them, and now, difference in priorities on money. All of these things, can stem from that, can stem from just a disagreement in priority. When you think about extended family, it might be one person really values extended family and wants to spend a lot of time with extended family and the other person, maybe they were never really close to their family and that's not a priority to them. So you disagree on priorities. You can see how all these things kind of just stem from a disagreement in priorities. And sometimes we do genuinely have different feelings about these things. In other times, we may just not be living out what we say our priorities are. We might say things are a priority when we're sitting down in conversation talking about it, but then our actions go on to show different. So, for example, we might say it's important for us to make time to work on our relationship with God or work on our relationship with our marriage. But our time is maybe filled with work or hobbies or friends, and our life doesn't reflect that. But we sit down and we say that's our priority. We say that we want to put this first, but our lives don't always show that.
1: Yeah. I feel like discipline is something that people may lack when they're talking about the priorities. Yeah. Sometimes their priorities aren't the most comfortable thing to achieve. Yeah. And like it is more comfortable to not.
0: Yeah. So sometimes you agree on priorities, but you struggle to. You don't have discipline, show it. yeah. You you're not
1: you haven't agreed on being disciplined in what ways to achieve them.
0: Yeah. Okay, so let's first talk about what do you do if in conversation you always seem to align, but when life hits, your actions show otherwise. Let's let's get into that. So we say our priorities are one thing, but our lives show different. What do we do?
1: Okay, so yeah, let's say we both agree we've come together as a family unit. We're married. We need to talk about our in-laws and like holidays and stuff. So I'm used, I'm used to going this way. You're used to going that way. But we both agree we need to create something new. So we do. We just sit down and we talk about it and we figure it out. You know, okay, we're going to this year go with my family for this holiday and your family for that, blah, blah, whatever you figure out. But when push comes to shove and you have to talk to your parents separately, Without your spouse there, you know, having your back. You, you crumble and yeah. you just tell your mom you're going to do whatever she wants yeah. and you're going to be there for all three holidays. Yep. <laughs> and now...
0: I'll be there for them all, it's fine. Right,
1: exactly. <laughs> now your holidays are shot because you're running around like a chicken with right. your head cut off.
0: You're saying that one thing is a priority in a sit-down conversation. You're agreeing. You seem to be unified, but then life happens and...
1: Yeah. Either two things. Life can just like really re- can get away from you. Crazy things can happen and you really just aren't focused on it and you both agree like wow we just that was an off month we had an yeah, off month for sure other things can happen too like where you just you aren't used to having hard conversation with your parents and you let your spouse down you tell your mom you're doing everything and you're not here at all and that comes from either a lack of discipline or lack of boundaries with your parents it comes from a lack of boundaries and like standing firm on those boundaries not letting them approach your boundaries and cross over and you not jumping over and you know just saying yes to whatever they say
0: i think something that has helped me is recognizing that every no is actually a yes when you say no to something it's because you are saying yes to something else i think we get sucked in to people pleasing and we just like jump into things without even thinking about it, without even talking to our spouse, without even thinking about what our priorities are or if they're out of order. We don't think. We just say yes because in the moment we want to please the person in front of me. But when you are saying yes to that person, you're also saying no to something else. When you're saying, yes, I will go Go to to the holidays holidays with you, you are now saying no to your family that you intentionally decided would make a priority, but you're now not. You're now feeling like you need to say yes to whatever's right in front of you. You want to please what's right in front of you. yeah. And you just got to recognize that it's okay to say no sometimes because your no's are yeses to someone else. Your no's are yeses to something else that you have decided is a top priority, is a bigger priority.
1: Yeah, when you think about it that way, if I say yes to this to going out with these friends or yes to this um, event with my family, just imagine turning around to your family and saying, no, I'm not going to, you know. No, I don't have time for you this week. No, I don't have time for you this week. Maybe not not like the family thing because your family would usually come with you, but like hobbies and friends and stuff. It works with things
0: like that, yeah. Like other priority things it works with too. When you think about time with friends or time with hobbies, like you don't want to say no to those things. You feel like those things are important, but when you're saying yes to them and – over and over again and making without, them a high priority
1: without talking to your spouse first
0: right without any boundaries or limits with those things just week after week saying yes you are symbolically looking to your family and saying no i don't have time for you this saturday no i don't have time for you next mm-hmm. saturday no i don't have time for you the saturday after that and maybe you guys have your agreed. priorities are out of whack
1: or maybe you guys have agreed on that like maybe the friend family you know time with friends you guys have talked about that pr- priority and like you agreed that's we're going to do that. I'm I'm allowed to have a half a day with my friends once a week, you know. And then you're not really saying no to your spouse at that point, I guess.
0: Yeah. Another thing I think that helps me with this is recognizing that priorities don't minimize the freedom in your life. They actually expand it. You are intentionally deciding where your time goes. It's the same way when you like have no plan for the day and it just like you end up sitting on the couch till three o'clock and you've done nothing because there was no intention behind it. And you just feel like you wasted a day. It was awful. Are you
1: talking about last Saturday?
0: Maybe. I am. <laughs> I <are>. mean, <laughs> if you plan rest, then like the rest feels good. But if you're thinking like I had priorities today and like, I just didn't plan them and life's I'm just laying on the couch instead like you feel frustrated at the end of the day for sure but when you have a plan and you get more done the day was better you go into it with a plan and you feel fulfilled at the end of the day you feel like you had a good day and it's the same with life when we have a plan in place for how we're going to tackle these different areas of our life what our priorities should look like It actually makes life better. It feels more fulfilling. It makes it more meaningful. We are accomplishing what we say is important. Our life reflects our values. And if you don't prioritize your life, someone else will. If you don't put your priorities in line, you will just kind of meet the demands of life as they come by. And someone else is prioritizing it for you.
1: Yeah, whether that be your family or whether that be your boss or video games or it could be anything, you know. Somebody else is running the show if you aren't grabbing the reins yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. So now let's talk about maybe if you completely disagree, even in like sit down conversations, how do you find unity over what should be a priority and what shouldn't be? It's not even like you're sitting down, you're agreeing, but then like life happens and it doesn't quite work out. no discipline but like actually in the conversations you're talking about sex and you just disagree you talk about money and you just disagree yeah Kristen's trying to
1: Kristen's coming on to me every single night and I'm just upset I'm mad I'm like listen this is not what we talked about I said once a month and (laughs) you are not agreeing to that how yeah it's a good question Kristen where do you go with that I think that goes down to on a serious note.
0: That was a fake example. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, my sense of humor is pretty dry, so. Yeah. Um, I think that would come down to you would probably need to list out your priorities individually, like line item one, priority about sex is this frequent, you know, this many times a month or whatever, and why you think that. Or holidays with the families, we can go back to that. I think we should spend every Christmas morning at my mom's house my mom's house, We should. That's, that's where we should spend it. Why? Like you need to self-reflect a little bit and why you think that is so important to you that you're going to drag your family through that even though half of them don't even wanna do that.
0: Yeah, rather than just like stating your stance on like this is a priority, digging deep and like figuring out why it's a priority to you.
1: Yeah, if you're not, if your conversations aren't productive around that, you should list out your top five priorities that you disagree on and write a paragraph or so about why that priority makes you feel that way? Why is it number one? Why are are you unwilling to budge on it? So
0: if you're disagreeing on finances, for example, and you are someone who's so frugal, ask yourself why. Why are you so frugal? Are there good reasons that you can bring to the table and Mm -hmm. your spouse can understand why you're frugal and then maybe you can agree. But if you're just stating in a conversation, you can't spend any money, it might not go very well. You really have to bring those whys to the table because sometimes they make sense and other times they're rooted just in tradition and what we've always done.
1: Yeah, like here's an example with your uh, in-laws and holidays and stuff, or not even holidays, just spending time with your in-laws. Maybe you that's top of your priority list and to your spouse, that's not top of their priority list at all. But maybe you have lost, an, lost a mother or lost someone or you feel like someone's time is coming to an end and you want to spend as much time with that's, that's a legitimate reason to kind of have that at the top of the priority list. Mm-hmm. If your spouse doesn't know that, they haven't ever experienced they have that. No idea. Yeah. They're going to be like, this isn't important to me mm-hmm. like it is to you. But I now see why it is important to you mm-hmm. because, you know, your paragraph that you wrote down, I can agree with that. So I yeah. will, I will compromise and let that kind of, you know, we'll, we'll lean that way a little bit in this time. Yeah, I think that's part of it. You have to explain yourself. And sometimes you could write a paragraph about why your priority is so important to you and then you look at it and you're like, wow, that was that's kind of silly. Yeah. Like maybe when I was 17, that's why I felt that way and I've just been kind of, didn't reevaluate, you know? We've just been kind of living that way yeah. and not changing how I think about that. Maybe I should change how I think about that now.
0: Yeah, or sometimes it's just because of a random thing you hear, like for instance with sex. Um, a random sermon you hear or a random marriage conference where someone states how often they have sex and now you have that in your mind like oh I like that and now that's your priority like we need to have sex this amount of times because that's what this couple did at this marriage conference yeah we look
1: up to them because they have a great marriage so we should copy that
0: maybe we haven't even stated that though maybe we feel that way we have now we now think that we should have sex four times a week because this couple did but We haven't relayed that information to our partner and they disagree. They're like, why do you want to have sex all the time? Like I could go, I could go once a week. Like what, what makes this your
1: four times a day
0: or maybe (laughs) you're whatever, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm just saying like, we really need to dig deep and ask ourselves where these strong stances come from. Is it just because some random person said something or like you have a legitimate reason, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's part of it too, growing as a person and maturing as a person and realizing where your foundation is and why it's like that and if that needs to change or if that's legit.
0: Yeah. Well, another thing that I want to touch on is figuring out your foundation. I think that could should kind of be like the first thing. Figure out your first things. If you can come to an agreement on what your first thing should be, what your top three things in your life should be, then you can kind of work out the rest.
1: Like your priorities?
0: Yeah. Figure out like what your first things are. If we decide that like marriage is top priority in our life, it does go above work and hobbies and friends and extended family. Like we are agreeing together in conversation that marriage is top priority. Then when we do go out and live life and marriage is seeming to We're not making time for it. Maybe we've went a whole week without speaking. We can look at our week and say, okay, where did we give our time to? Because we're saying that marriage is our first thing. Mm -hmm. But now looking at our week, we didn't even speak this week. So where is our time going? And maybe you might need to move some things around. Maybe you're giving too much time to work. Maybe you're giving too much time to hobbies or friends. But if you can figure out your first things, it can kind of help build on a solid foundation. And maybe it's, Time with God, you know. Maybe you both want to hold each other accountable and be like, our spiritual life is number one. And then you look at your week, and there was no time for God. Well, see where your time went, you know. And we watched just,
1: seven episodes of King of the Hill. This yeah, week. <laughs> maybe we should figure
0: out what your first things are and build off of those things. And you can kind of just like create balance with these other aspects of life that we aren't agreeing are our first things. We still want them in our life, but they're not our first things. Mm -hmm. So like you have your first things and then like the other things you just kind of like balance underneath those first things. And those top things should just like always be in the forefront of your mind, you know?
1: Yeah. It's kind of like your, your main priorities, I guess. Like our life kind of, sometimes they don't even have to have a second thought given to them because they're just who you are, who you are. Yeah. like that's your priority like we care about our marriage and we care about our family's health and we want to educate our kids ourselves. like those are three things that we could probably throw up at the top of our list somewhere but the those top have five. came
0: from us having multiple conversations of defining that those are both our priorities together we're both working towards those goals
1: yeah i'm gonna even talk about it anymore like it's just who we are. People know that when they see us, or when they become we're, we're friends with people, our friends kind of know that about us.
0: Even with work, when you began your first job, people quickly recognized that you were someone who prioritized your home life, or you prioritized your wife. You're not going to speak about your wife yeah. the way that other like colleagues were, or and I want to You leave. would want to leave and yeah. not go hang out with the guys after work because you loved being with your wife. Like those first things were first for you, you know? Yeah.
1: I don't ever hang out with the guys after work. We just worked overtime. That's what I didn't want to do.
0: (laughs) And you didn't didn't want to do that either.
1: Yeah. At work, people definitely knew me as someone who I wanted to get off work when it was time to get off work and I didn't really want to hang out and talk too much. I wanted to get home because that's where my priorities were. Yeah. They also knew I was a Christian and that I didn't yeah, they knew that talk was a priority trash, too. trash about my wife, you know, and or anyone's wives really. I didn't like make jokes and stuff like that because I just thought it was disrespectful and no one really did that around me after they knew that I didn't like laugh and I was just quiet and I just didn't, that wasn't a priority of mine or even funny. So I just, I don't know, people get to know you, I guess.
0: So another thing is to recognize that there are a lot of things that are vying for our attention. In our modern society, we have a lot of things pulling at us.
1: Yeah, we all know forward. this. This is the problem of our age.
0: With technology, social media, I mean, we can easily get sucked into thinking things are a priority that really aren't. And I I even do this, like, as an example. Even you? Even me. <laughs> I see people you know, remodeling their houses or I see these gorgeous homes and we're in the middle of remodeling our house. It's not like an option. We're doing it. We don't even have flooring. Like we We have to do it. We
1: will forever be remodeling this house.
0: Yeah. We moved into a fixer upper. That just is what it is. But I can easily get sucked into seeing all these beautiful homes and think we need to move remodeling to the top of our priority list because we need new floors next month, you know, and I can get sucked into that thinking like our house needs to be new by like six months tops. Like we need to get it done. Come on. I'm like, okay,
1: give me $20,000 and I'll do it.
0: And it's really easy when you're just seeing everyone else do it. And maybe they can put that as a priority right now. And like, that's awesome. But where we are in our life, We can't right now. We have decided to do this slowly over time Mm -hmm. to pay for it ourselves. You know, those are things that like we've decided, but it's really easy when you're looking at other people's lives or looking at other people's priorities to like make them your own priorities. Yes for sure. And social media does that so easily. You literally see a friend go on vacation and now you think you need to go on a vacation. You know, you're like, our family could use a vacation, but like what family (laughs) could. Yeah. But maybe you didn't agree to go on a family vacation this year because you agreed you needed to save on finances this year. But now all of a sudden, let's put some of our finances to our family vacation. You know, like there is so much pulling for us and just recognizing that noticing it, noticing that there is a lot that is just distracting our minds from what we have decided should be a priority and just try to shut that off and focus on the things that you and your spouse alone have decided is important.
1: Yeah I suppose it's fine to look at that stuff and see other people's quote success and none of their failures and want that for yourself. I suppose it's fine to do that but on the same sense it could be harmful in that area you know like you apply that to yourself and you you think every other person you see has it made they're going on vacation plus remodeling their house plus having awesome jobs and they're just their family is beautiful and they never take a bad photo like Mm -hmm. when i see that stuff i realize that it's fabricated (laughs) i take the opposite approach to it you know but oh
0: i know (laughs) it's not good i actually just deleted all my
1: stuff because i'm tired of looking at it and tired of you know the time suck that I'd had really bad self-control with it, so I had to get rid of it.
0: Priorities, baby. Yeah, priorities.
1: (laughs) Like if you see everyone's house looking beautiful and all these vacations and you just can't do it, you just can't do it. And it's fine. It's it's okay. It's good to live where you are and live in the now. It's more important for your family and for your kids to see you living present every day in what you have now than see you longing for what you don't have because they'll learn that. Yeah. they'll learn to do that they'll do that with everything but if you show them every day that there's joy in this day and here's how you find it they'll learn that and yeah. then they'll grow up finding the joy in everything rather than longing for the things that they don't have
0: yeah it's that contentment in where you are and that is something that's so important to model for our families and we can be content with what we have we don't need to get sucked into all of these things and
1: because there's people who have less than you. There's people who have it worse than you and they have more joy than you. There's people who have it worse than you and don't have more joy than you too. There's, you know, all sex of that. You can put somebody in that category, but there's no reason not to be happy with what you have.
0: Yeah. So I think lastly, if you are just really butting heads on what should be a priority and what shouldn't be, ask God, pray about it. Yeah. Pray that you become on the same page when you're praying for unity, like God will genuinely soften your heart towards the things that your spouse wants. And the more that you talk to him about it, even just in prayer. like I feel like just praying like immediately like softens your heart towards yeah. your spouse and yeah. like disagreements that you might have had. Just like speaking it out helps so much.
1: And the spirit could also be if you are having a disagreement on a priority, it could just not be what the Lord has for you. Like yeah. both of you could be wrong in that priority. And when you take it to God and he could show you, like yeah, this isn't even yeah important. <laughs> I don't even want you guys to be talking like that's not important. Yeah. That's here's what I want you to be doing. Why don't you find a church and maybe serve a little bit more than you're doing or, you know, don't worry about how much don't fight about how much time you're going to go with your friends each week. Like, yeah, maybe go into a church and start get plugged into a group or something and try to make friends in that aspect and get your kids around that environment you know maybe he wants you to do that and yeah. you know that could be why you're having such strife and division we in get so caught up in little things you mm-hmm. know
0: we fight about even like how much time we spend on our phones like And make that a competition like there's just so many little things that you can fight about and when you go to god he really just kind of like slaps you in the face with what's most important he
1: actually takes his hand that he created the earth with his right hand (laughs) his right hand actually takes it from the back and just right across the head oh goodness and you survive somehow (laughs) (laughs) is that what you were going for honey
0: that was that was it yeah
1: (laughs) yeah it does feel like that sometimes though it's really just like humbling yeah in a loving gentle way he can kind of make you feel like wow my plan was really dumb yeah you do know what's best for me you know Mm -hmm. like your plan is better yeah i'm i don't even know why i'm just gonna tell my spouse like i'm not i don't care about really hanging out with the guys every single week maybe once a month Right. but like let's try to the Lord has shown me this or made me feel this way.
0: Yeah. And you can even go to the Bible and see if there's anything you can pull out to lay out your foundation, lay out your first things. That's like a great Like if you're step. struggling so much and fighting so much, like let's head to the scripture and just see what it has to say and like pray about it together. And like, I can promise you if you search scripture and go to God, like you're going to find unity over at least your first things.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: He just brings unity to things. He brings peace to things. He, like, it's hard to be mad when you're in prayer.
1: If you both want that. If you both want to go to God and you both right. want, you know.
0: If you're doing that together, yeah.
1: Yeah, if that's a if you're united in that front like if we don't agree on something Let's go to God and take it and even if we do agree on something still take it to God and like Include him in our conversations and mm-hmm. you know, where does he want our life to go? Where does he want us to be or how does he want us to be parenting or spending time with people or yeah Serving or whatever it is
0: and we say this a lot He is a God of order and ask him what what do you desire for our priorities? We're so busy fighting about it and trying to get what we want out of it, but what do you desire for our life? Where do you see where our priorities should be? And just ask him. Yeah. Well, that is all we have for our family unit series. We hope you enjoyed it.
1: And that's also (laughs) all we have for a little bit.
0: We are going to just be taking a short break and just kind of like get refreshed get ahead a bit I'm not 100% sure when we're going to coming back, I would like to say it's like we're going to take like a month off.
1: Yeah, I was thinking like maybe come back December, take a month or two months if it goes that far, but probably a month.
0: But we will keep you guys updated. We just want to live out what we preach. We want to practice what we preach. Today we're talking about priorities and we feel the need to kind of step back for a minute and get our priorities back in line and focus more on our family. And
1: believe it or not, this podcast is a hobby.
0: It's a hobby, yeah. And a priority. <laughs> yep.
1: So if we don't make it every week, we want to be able to make it every week. We want to do good and stick to our schedule and stuff. But if we start getting behind, we're going to switch it up a little bit.
0: Yep. We've kind of had a rough few weeks just with like random like health things happening in our family and it's made me kind of get off track and homeschooling and like we just need to take a minute and get our priorities back in line and focus more on our family and come back refreshed, not trying to just keep on going while we're behind, you know?
1: Yeah. So during this time that we're off, feel free to send in questions or topics you want us to talk about for the next 10 or 15 episodes, anything that you'd like us to talk about. Yeah. Help us
0: kind of craft our season two. We're really excited to jump back in and use this time to get ahead and plan out more content. We are not leaving for good. This is short term.
1: Yeah, just taking a break.
0: Just taking a break. Getting our priorities back in line.
1: So with that, we don't have a listener question. We don't. Because we're not going to have another episode for a minute, so.
0: We really hope that you guys enjoyed this series, though. We hope you enjoyed this season, season one of Marriage on Purpose. It's been really fun. Yeah. We have very much enjoyed it and yeah share like review
1: yeah we'll see you season two
0: see you season two